This is the Around the World Podcast. On today's episode, Samantha Johnson of the Utah Royals interviews her coach, Christy Walker, as they talk about player development then and now. For more Scout My Dame information, check us out on social media at Scout My Dame. Enjoy the podcast. Yeah, I'm Samantha Johnson. I play for the Utah Royals six years into the end of his cell, and I'm with my coach, Christy Walker, who knows far too much about me. <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about player development and just keeping it casual and telling you the real deal. So, Christy, first off, can you remember what I was like as a player? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back. Give the people let's some go, context. Let's go way back in the day. Yeah. Um, I, I know. think you were about 14. Yeah. When I got to your team, I had just When you four. got to me, you mm-hmm. had been playing with the boys team mm-hmm. in Palmdale, Lancaster. Good old Palmdale. <laughs> um, so there we can do a couple of fist pumps for Palmdale, Lancaster. Right. There we go. And... <laughs> Um, you came over and started playing with, uh, it's a really good group of girls, actually. We were very successful, and most of the girls on the team went on and did amazing things, not just in soccer, but in life, and are continuing to do those things. You had a great journey. Um, you were able, at a young age, to have an opportunity to play for the youth national system. And because of you. I remember that dearly because I was also an assistant coach (laughs) that got to travel with you. And I think that was a huge turning point in your career. I think you learned a lot about yourself. Um, I think you learned how to handle big challenges that were out of your small environment. And I think you started to discover who you were as a player, just alone having that opportunity. And I, I think it came from that environment to the youth national system to learning how to be in your environment as a leader and to continue to motivate your teammates that there is great things out there for you just keep working hard Mm -hmm. and you were not were I'm not going to say were you are very competitive (laughs) and I think that's one of the aspects that I loved about you most was that you didn't take lose for it wasn't it wasn't an answer for you you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. we're if we're going to lose we're going to lose competing Right, 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 right. You you were on your teammates and we grew into a phenomenal team because of that personality you had. And there was a lot of times I could sit back as a coach and just let you lead it. And I think there was about three or four girls that caught on to it. And Mm -hmm. I think those girls now are doing super successful things in life Mm -hmm. because of that mentality. Right. Um, And I think that's a key thing for everybody to remember is your youth career helps you develop into what you're going to do in college and after college. Right. 100%. You know, for me, I was a great sideline person getting to watch you grow into the wonderful human and woman that you are today and get watching you have a successful college career and, and a successful pro career. And now being able to give back what you learned to our youth Mm. is what makes my heart smile. Well, all because of you, Christy, obviously, <laughs> all because of you. Credit has to go to the people in your support system who developed you as a player in person. And I do talk about that a lot, but we'll get into the player and person. But how has the kind of like the environment of clubs since like, you know, I was in the game so, so long ago, obviously, but how has that environment in terms of development changed or evolved right like not that it's better or worse but like it's just different you know what i mean so how do kids what do you think kids struggle with the most in their youth uh, environment now i think in the youth environment i think what's hard is is there's a lot of options now 
as far as clubs are concerned. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of leagues now mm-hmm. that we didn't have back right. when you played. Like there was one league um, that you played in. You went to showcase t- tournaments that everybody right. knew about, you right. know, and now there's multiple leagues across the country. And obviously in most of the areas you live in, there's multiple club opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, I think for you, you had to drive to, to get the most out of your career where that's still, that hasn't changed for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I just think there's more opportunities of higher level teams that girls can choose on. So I think the choice of club is something that is very difficult for these kids to navigate and parents. Mm. I think understanding the leagues and what the leagues are about sometimes are difficult for parents to understand where they're putting their kids and what environment they're putting their kids in. And so I think choices is one thing I would say is I think it's hard to navigate. I think it's hard and tough to navigate and guidance is something that is needed, you know, for these families to, to make the best decision. And honestly, there's not a right or a wrong decision. And that's something I do want to say you're going to develop into the person you're going to develop into find the right environment for your child. Right. Don't go to somebody else's environment because somebody told you to find the right environment. Even if that team is not winning, it doesn't mean that that team is not the best fit for your kid and find the right coach and coaching staff Mm -hmm. for your daughter that makes them happy. You want your child to get in the car and want to come back the next day. Right. Right. Do you feel like, it's really inconsistent because there's so many environments. Do players jump around more? Because I know when I was growing up, my my routine, if you will, was very consistent. So I get practice Mondays and Wednesdays, get like three or four games on the weekend or whatever. But it was we were all in the same environment versus like, oh, I don't like this team. I'm going to jump or I'm going to go here and play on these three different teams. I feel like now when I talk to parents and like even some youth players, they're doing so much that nothing really seems consistent where I feel like maybe it could or could not hinder their development, you know? I think now, um, I do think kids kind of shift teams a little bit more because of the opportunities around them. Mm-hmm. You know, for some for good and some for not good. Like I think some of it is necessary for right. their development mentally and physically, you know, because right. sometimes if it's not a right fit, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to find the right fit. And I do think that that's something that people need to know. But if it is the right fit and the team's not winning, stick with it because you don't know what can happen and you don't know where you can end up True. because of your happiness of your child. Yeah. Um, you know, I do think that these kids are doing a lot, um, a lot more than I think even back when you did it. I think that you guys trained on your own and you did all of that. Mm-hmm. But now there's, there's all these train. I mean, kids probably go to two or three different trainers on top of oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, going yeah. to practice. Like, so some, <laughs> yeah, some kids are training two to three times a day. That's reckless. And, and then on top of that academics and right. which is very, I, I'm very proud of that, that I think kids are very academic, that they're driven academic, want to get to the best colleges. Mm-hmm. I have seen a big shift in that, that, mm-hmm. you know, some of the teams I've coached of the late, like I have all kids that have above a 4.0 and wow. I'm like, wow. Yeah. It's impressive. And they, they haven't, they have a dream and they have a desire and they know a big part of that dream and desire is that if they don't have the academics, they close the doors to schools. Right. And right. So I, I think that that's something that I've noticed, but I've noticed a lot more stress level in kids, um, mm-hmm. you know, because there is, they're doing a lot. They're, they're yeah. up till two in the morning doing homework. Um, they right. have SAT and ACT tutoring. They have tutoring for their classes. They have 
a physical strength trainer. They have a speed coach. They have an wow. on the side, they have an on the side, you know, technical uh, skills trainer. And then on top of that, they have their club teams. And you know, some people utilize all of it, and some people utilize some of it. And I think it's the individual and the family. They have to make the best decision for their kids. Right. But I have noticed that I think that there's a lot more of that than yeah. when you were playing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they've gone, I think when you played, I don't know that we were age appropriate. Like, I think we were like U14, U16, no, U18. No, literally, it was just that. It was like, I think our cutoff yeah. date was sometime in the fall, you know? So we weren't like only like if you were born in 91. It was literally just U16. But younger players yes. could play in our group if they wanted. You just couldn't be above 16 maybe in, in a certain time mm -hmm. of the fall, right? So but now, now it's, it's by different. age. It's yeah. 03, 02, you know, 04, uh -huh. whatever it is. Now it's, you know, it's by age. So they're playing with all their peers of their same age, which is cool, which Do is kind of cool. you feel like it helps the younger players who want to go up or hurt? I think for certain clubs, you know, younger players do play up. Um, yeah. I, I don't know that it's done in every club, but it is done. It is definitely, there are kids in clubs that, that do play up. Mm -hmm. um, so that does happen. Right. Not sure if it's everywhere, but it does, it does happen. Um, yeah. I think it happens at every level in small clubs, big clubs. I think it happens everywhere. Yeah, surely. Um, but I think, you know, my, my biggest thing to tell people is make the best decision for your family and right. make the best decision for your kids. And, right. you know, just believe in the process, you know, yeah. don't get stressed with the process because it can get very stressful. Believe in the process, find people that can guide you and help you. Right. And, and just roll with it and trust. Right. Right. And you know, that's what you did and great things happened. I'm just saying, I'm just saying yeah. And you had a journey. I mean, we oh, can go on and on about your journey. And very unconventional, but you know very what? unconventional. But look at where you are now. Look what you're doing. You're a role right. model to youth, and it makes my heart happy because you're doing exactly what your calling is. Right. And that's what people need to realize is that you'll find your calling. Yeah. You'll find your calling. Just 100%. stick with the process. Stick, stick with, with the, the process. process. Trust the process. It's gonna get weird. It's gonna get unconventional but just every day get after it and then the results will fall but i think consistency helped you yes i i think so too and i even like even in my like adult life outside of sports or anything related to sport i like love consistency do you know what i'm saying like even if it's a weird environment as long as it's kind of consistent where you can kind of you can see your pathway, you know what I mean? Whatever that is, it's like that kind of helps, I feel like. That's why I feel like I don't know how players I mean, honestly, credit to the youth players now and how they navigate because I'm sure they're developing a lot of life skills from the environment that they're trying to navigate, you know, because it seems so inconsistent, but maybe that'll help them on the back end. I don't know. You know, yeah, I mean I I think everybody's path is so different. Yeah. You know, but I, I think consistency is a big and and be where you are, be present. Like don't because things don't go your way, don't already be one foot out the door because I think that's really hard to learn mm. in that environment. Mm. If change is supposed to happen, it'll happen. But be when you're there and you're present, yeah. you do gain more and you do learn more from right. the environment. Whether it's an up or a down, yeah. you, do, you do learn more because you learn more about yourself and what you want right. and, what, and what resonates with you yeah. and what, that's what's helping you grow to become yeah. ultimately the person that you're supposed to be. Do you find um, that you have to reiterate this message to your parents a lot? I do. I, I do. I, I'm very fortunate. I have some very good parent groups right now and the, mm -hmm. the teams that I coach and in the club that I'm in. And what I do, and I, I feel a lot of them, um, you know, handle it well. And I think maybe it's the way I come across because I come, I won't come across just like them and, yeah. and down to earth. And right. 
I never get upset if a player ends up leaving because it's, it's their path, you know, and I'm sure that helps. Um, you know, but I, I do, I, I have very good, a very good group of girls that I work with right now mm -hmm. and, you know, they're motivating, they're trying to learn, they're trying to prove themselves. And honestly, right now, what I'm trying to do is eliminate a little bit of their stress and tell them it's okay. Don't right. you don't have to be perfect right now, right. you know, cause it's, yeah. it's in these crazy times we're in right now, it's, there's a lot of added stress and soccer sure. should not be a part of that. Sure. That, that should be a release. Yes. And, and that's kind of where uh, what I'm trying to do with my teams is just keep it mm -hmm. chill. Don't worry about winning. Right. Let's develop. Let's develop. And, and I think development, which you and I have talked about this a million times is, you know, not only developing them into great soccer players, but right. it's life, it's life lessons and, and it's the whole player, not part. Yes, absolutely. I think people a lot of times miss that part. I think, I don't know if it's people and not people, but outside of yourself and with, even within yourself as a youth player, you forget that you are a person. <laughs> who will make mistakes, who will not be perfect, who, you know, may not achieve all these great things, but whatever's meant to be is going to be. And I feel like you have to remember that you're a person and that you have to develop that side just as much as you have to develop whatever you're trying to accomplish on the field. Right. But all those lessons you went through has got you to where you are today. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And the so person hard, that yeah, you are today. 14 though, you know, <laughs> it is, it's very hard. And I, and I think that's just a process that we can, we just got to help guide them. We have to yeah. help guide them and it's okay to not make mistakes and it's okay to trip and fall and it's okay right. to life things going on outside of soccer. Right. And, and you might have to miss a practice and that's okay. You right. know? Um, right. And it, it just, it's a trust. It's a trust process. Again, it's them trusting you as the coach yeah. and you trusting them as a player that that's where they want to be. Yeah. And I think it goes hand in hand. Yeah, hundred percent. So let's. I know you had such good um, advice, and I'll be. I remember perfectly because I repeated to all the parents and the players I ever talked to about how to make a decision on college. Mm -hmm. But I want you to tell me: Has your strategy of how you support your players making decisions or help them make decisions, what college you're going to choose, has it changed since I was younger? No, surely it hasn't because it's the best advice ever. <laughs> so what no. do you usually tell your players when they're going back and forth and how to choose a college for them? Um, I think first and foremost, you know, college choice is personal. And I think when you reach out to other people to help you find your colleges, you're not finding the right college for you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what division you play. Right. It matters that you play and that you go to the college because you're getting an education first. Right. And your academics are the most important. And I think you need to look at the college for the environment. Mm -hmm. I think you need to look at the college for the size and location. I think you need to look at the college that you want to go to and, it's not maybe about the success of the program, but is it a program I can see myself playing in? And how do I do that? I go watch the program. And I think it's how you connect with, with the coaches when you talk to them. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that's super important. And, you know, obviously right now we're not really doing visits, but you know, right. when you go visit, you'll get, you'll get a vibe and, and you'll get a vibe when you walk onto the campus yeah. that, Hey, you know what? I could see myself going here and heaven forbid you get injured, but you got to love the place you're at. Because I if your soccer career ends, it's so funny. You're preaching this like 15 years <laughs> later, and I love it because it's literally. I say, I almost quote you. I feel like I'm like, well, when I was a child, my coach always said, choose the school that you would want to go to without your sport. 
Like that's literally yes. the only thing I remember. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Because you, you gotta like, be proud. Anything can happen. You could hate. You could, you could wake up, bump your head. I hate soccer. Okay, great. But you want to be in a place that you love. You know, coach. You want to be at a school you love. Yeah, and I like always tell that to people, and the people are like, kids are like, what? You don't want to go to like the? They're like, well, you went to USC. I was like, well, it was also an hour from my house, but like still, you know what I mean? I mean, it uh-huh. just happened that I fell in love with the school that's like you know, a great school, you know what I'm saying? It has the whole big name and brand. But I was like, girls, I wanted to go to UCLA because that was the soccer school when I was growing up, you know? And then mm-hmm. I was like, I just happened to be across the street and I loved it. And they're like, really? Like, you don't want to go to, you know, North Carolina or whatever. I was like, well, I mean, I did not want to go to these places, but I also, you know, didn't have really an opportunity to go visit powerhouse schools or the soccer schools. I just kind of went with what's kind of close. And then once I got on campus, I was like, Oh, this is it. This is it. And, and it worked uh, for you. No matter what happens, I'm, I'm staying. It's good. And, and you have to life. know, I never even thought about transferring. That's the thing. It's like, I was so in love with the school. I was like, I'm gonna stay here forever. <laughs> well, and I think that's important. I think we forget that is that you got to find the school that fits you without soccer. And right. I have a great story of a player that played for me. And I think she was after your time, um, you know, and she was, Ted said on she would never leave California mm. and a school came into her view that was another state that's not a state that's highly populated that's known for soccer and I told her I said hey just go visit you yeah. never know right and she literally got on the campus and got in the area because it's like a mountainous area love mm-hmm. the outdoors mm-hmm. and literally wanted to commit the day she got on the campus wow and she told me she would never I okay fine I'll go visit but you will never see me commit there stop and, you just don't know. Like, that's like, don't limit yourself. Right. Don't, like, oh, you know, have an open mind. My best advice, have an open mind. Right. Look in different areas. Don't look right. in just the state you're in. Right. Look in different areas. Right. Make sure they have your academics and make sure you know that that school is where you want to be for four years. Yep. And that if soccer was taken away, that you would want to stay there and get your diploma and get your degree from them. And yes. that to me is probably the most important advice is soccer is a bonus to what we mm. get to do in college. Yes. But you're there to get an education, to graduate and to be ready to move on to the next stage of life. Right. It's this school that's going to help you further that next stage of your life. Right. Cause you're right. You hit the hammer right on the nail. Coaches come and go. Unfortunately, it's the college game. Yeah. And you may fall in love with that coach, but unfortunately they may not be there all four of your years. And right. so you got to know that you are love it. And, and honestly, you may be starting as a freshman and sophomore and you lose that coach. And all of a sudden now as a junior, you're not that, that coach's style, but you're yeah. like, but I still love where I'm at. Yeah. Exactly. And that does happen. And that, I think it's important for people to remember when they look at colleges, look for what fits you and your personality. Yeah. hundred percent. We couldn't have ended this on a better note. Very touching <laughs> to the heart. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's the way it is. That's, and it hasn't changed. And I don't think I'll ever change that because that's how you should view, you know, looking at college and it's competitive. It's Very. super competitive. It's super competitive nowadays. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I'll end it on this note. Like your academics are your lifeline in this. Make sure you are getting your studies done in high school. The habits you create in high school now and even junior high now 
will be what's going to help you get to the college of your dreams and will also be what's going to help you get the grades and graduate from the college of your dreams. Yes, absolutely. So make time for your academics. (laughs) Okay, girlfriend. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for always being yourself. And you are a lot. Well, not a lot. You're probably the whole reason why I am the player in person that I am, Jude, like genuinely. So, well, that means a lot. Always and forever, girlfriend. Well, you know, you're one of my favorites always and forever. So just know that. And I'm here for you and, and whatever you need. And I just hope that this story of you and I and our journey resonates with someone and can change life and change a direction. And that's my passion. And that's why I coach. Another special thanks to Christy Walker for joining the Around the World podcast. This episode was hosted by Samantha Johnson, produced and edited by Adam Dell. For more information, you can check out scoutmydame.org or find us on all social medias at Scout My Dame.